guys, and welcome back to the third third episode of From the Field to the Track. Today, I have a very special guest. I'm with Katie. This is Katie, everyone. Yeah. How are you, Katie? I'm okay. How I'm very excited. We're very... This is a long I'm time I'm so coming, excited, too. So we are very excited. Yes. We are very excited. What do you want to talk about first? What should we talk about first? I, I don't know. Aren't you the host? Oh, yeah, I am. Are you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your big okay. brain. Talk about... Getting a big celebrity your... on the show. Yeah, yeah, you and how you got your like rise to fame on TikTok and everything. So you start. How did you get your okay, rise to fame okay. on TikTok? Um, so in maybe June of this year, I decided to make a TikTok page because I had no friends who liked Formula One, and um, I was like, okay. I'll make a TikTok page. Um, I just finished watching Drive to Survive. To be blatantly honest, I hadn't even watched a live race yet. Like, I'd never even watched a race before I started my TikTok. And I started that and made all these videos. I didn't show my face because I was like, I don't want, you know, whatever. Don't, didn't want to get hate. Um, yeah, yeah. And then at about a 1,000 followers, one of my videos was really viral. It's a video of Charlotte Arthur. And oh my god, they slay. I got like I got like two thousand followers in a couple of days. And oh then my gosh. at ten K I did the face reveal and then basically my content's completely changed since then. Um in the past like four months I've basically just changed my page into things about me and my opinion rather than really making thirst traps and stuff. But sometimes I do <laughs> go back to my roots and make thirst traps with the drivers. Um, yeah, so re- really I owe it all to Arthur and Shao, but yeah. Yeah, we owe a lot of things in life to Arthur and Shao. They're the clear brothers we do. are just the, f- the foundations of everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, would you say that, would you say that this, like, your TikTok page that you started and your Instagram and whatever, it changed your life in a way? Or like, it's like started think, something new? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the TikTok and Instagram have changed my life. I would say Formula One has changed my life. Yeah. Like, beforehand I didn't really used to like you know I was never really into sports I never was very good at sports as a kid I used to swim and play netball and stuff but um and now I'm kind of obsessed and it's my whole entire life and my room is filled with stuff and I wear my Danny Rick stuff everywhere and I got my bracelets on my wrist so it's oh kind my of, gosh. yeah it's changed my life kind of in a way also like the people that I've met not only you, but I've met some other pretty cool people. Um, and sometimes I think... Some pretty cool people, sometimes indeed. I have to, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I have to pitch myself. Um, I'm like, oh my God, this is real. You know, sometimes I wake up. Yeah, like, this is my life It's hard now. to kind of... Yeah, it's hard to put into perspective kind of the magnitude of things. Sometimes my videos will get, like, a lot of views. And I'm like... I've, I've never been in a place where that many people, you know, they'll get like 100k and I'm like, I've yeah, never yeah. been in a place where there's 100,000 people and 100,000 people have seen that video. That's crazy. Yeah. Even like the 20,000 people or whatever, I love all of you that follow me. I'm like, wow, you know, that's a lot of people. So I think the magnitude sometimes shocks me, but also, you know, yeah, definitely the people that I've met and the connections that I've formed are really important to me. And now you guys are some of my closest friends. So, um, yeah, it really does mean the world. That's so cute of us. Like, we're literally, like, to think that it's so weird, like, just going back to making... I'm going to be selfish um, because I'm toxic like that. But um, Right, yeah, sure. But even, like, at the start of the year, 
I would have, like, if you told me that I would have met this girl on TikTok and now we're, like, best friends, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have turned around and yeah. been like, you're lying. Can't. Don't lie. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, and I, now I, I can't, think, like, I think our imagine relationship my life. Different. Yeah. We, we slay. We slay. I, Do we, you we have, are, any, we're, do you we're have any questions cool. for me? But I think, I think, like... We are. I think, hold on, I do, but I want to get back to okay. <laughs> talking about our friendship. Um, I think that the difference between our friendship and like my other kind of formula one friends, except for, you know, but, um, is like, we actually talk about (laughs) stuff that isn't formula one now. Like we, yeah. And I love it because, okay. If you can't hear in the accents, Tiana's from Australia. I'm from New Zealand. She knows none of my school friends. I know none of her school friends. So we can just like talk or talk about whatever we want. And she doesn't have a biased opinion about the people that I'm around. So it's actually really fun. But um, it's like, yeah. Okay, question for you. How did you get into Formula One, Tiana? Okay, so this is good. This is the coolest story. Actually, it's not the coolest story. But so my dad, when he was I bet growing you were up, trying he to watched Formula. Oh. <laughs> no one in my school watches Formula One except for Marie and Thomas. Oh, really? But okay. like, I, yeah. So I like, Marie. I met. All, I've gotten all of the people around me into Formula One because I just don't shut up. <laughs> That's just the yeah, no, yeah. But um, my dad used to watch Formula One when he was growing up, and he like still watched it, but not as much anymore. Like when I was growing up, or whatever. And then like one day, like it was last year, and I kept getting these like edits on my for you page on TikTok of the Abu like of Abu Dhabi in twenty like the, that like twenty twenty one like, and I was like, okay, well, like I have to watch it now if like my for you page is telling me I have to watch it because it's like who's gonna win like Max or Lewis and it was like the best like I can't think of a better race to get into F1 than that race because that so was everything. your first race ever Abu Dhabi yeah like my first like race that I remember watching fully is Abu Dhabi but I do remember like a Crazy. few weeks before my dad was watching like a Formula One on the TV and I think it was I think it was um Sochi which for Lando Norris was a horrible day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember much of it. But the first race I actually remember is Abu Dhabi. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. I can. I I think we should talk about. My first race was Montreal. (gasps) My first race was Montreal. That was actually. Yeah. That was such a good race. Did Danny DNF? I feel like he DNF'd. I think he did. But I think Charles won. Charles won. So I think I think it cancelled. Yeah, I don't. Out. I don't remember. Look, I don't really remember. remember but like when I first started watching, I was obsessed with Daniel. Obviously, yes. So but so I was like kind of sad. But I think it was like at like a nice time. It was like in the morning. I remember waking up at like six a.m. and watching it. It wasn't actually. I lied. And then it went downhill from Charles there. didn't even win. I did, I lied. Charles didn't even win. It was Verstappen, Sainz, Hamilton. <laughs> I think he did, Dina. Let me check. Wow. You really get your facts from us. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Only your husband, your husband, Checo. Checo, oh, Mick, and Yuki. That That's probably like a crazy story. Danny Rick like finished day, 11th. Yeah, I just started showing my face. Really? Oh, just outside the points. Yeah. Oh, I just started showing my face, and then all of a sudden this, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, you look like Carola Martinez. And I was like, what the fuck is Carola Martinez? And then I was like, Googled her. And I was like, oh my God, I look like Chica Perez's wife. And now I've just kind of leaned into it. And that's literally, yeah. 
Like, Tiana will see me, like, pictures of them together and be like, oh, you're looking good here, Katie. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, like, fully, you look so, like, if you put a side-by-side of you and Checo's yeah. wife, you would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. I'm taking her paddock passes and stealing and getting into Grand Prix. Yeah, Red Bull hospitality. You will be like, you will be. We will be the reason that Red Bull goes over the cost cap because of <laughs> yeah, hospitality. Catering, catering. catering. <laughs> I, mean, I want to know well, what food they're having in Red Bull catering because it has to be really good that they spend like millions of dollars over the budget on catering. It's like it's quite a sore subject, I, but yeah. Let's yeah. Get Red Bull well, let's get Danny. <laughs> Anyway, Actually, that's a good question. Podcast. Who who will be like your peak? I've made it guest on my on peak. I've made a guest. So, well, if you well, my peak guest would either be um, Daniel Ricardo, or because it's an NRL podcast, I'll do Daniel Ricardo and Cameron Smith. He's like the goat of NRL, and I would right. Try be really happy if either one of them got on my podcast so if either one of you are listening <laughs> i'm sure they email yeah. yeah they have to be this is this is australia's best podcast like forget cat clark's podcast mine's better <laughs> yeah i also have in my notes to talk about in an in-depth conversation on oscar and the other rookies okay okay i do remember one of the questions do you want to start one of the questions yeah okay so Okay. I'll, no, you start. You start. But let me let me just explain for people who don't know. You know, we're not judging. <laughs> so the the rookies for next year at McLaren, Oscar Piastri. He's Australian. I think he's racing under eighty one. Eighty one must be. Yes, you're correct. Um, Williams, Logan Sargent. He's American. He's racing under two. Um, Which I don't like. Yeah, I don't like either. But yeah, it should be ninety five uh, for for the real American racing legend, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lightning McQueen, he is, like, Logan Sargent could, like, win, like, eight, like, world championships straight, and I wouldn't care because he's still not the real American racing legend. That title belongs to Lightning McQueen and Lightning McQueen only. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then Nick DeVries at, um... Two. Alpha Tower. Oh, no, 21. 21. 21, 20. No, no, he didn't. 21 and 22. He hasn't chosen his number yet. Has he? He's uh, he's racing under twenty one, and Yuki's under twenty two, and it's basically three and four, like Daniel and Lando. And I'm obsessed with oh, it. Oh, that's so cute! I literally saw that's it this morning. So I was thinking about that's so cute. Yeah. Okay, so you should start off with your opinions, and then I'll go. Okay, so July, do like my opinion on the person, and then you do yours. Yeah. Okay, let's start with so Oscar. start off with Oscar. I feel like I there is a big gap to Philip McLaren, right? And there's a pressure on Oscar because he has quite literally replaced Daniel to match that energy both on and off track, right? And I feel like yeah. Oscar just, from what I can see, it's going to be very hard. And the team dynamic is changing a lot at McLaren, right? Not only is Oscar coming in, but they've also got a new um, team principal in Andrea. So I think it will be a hard year to be a rookie in that team. There's also a lot of pressure on his yeah. relationship with Lando. But we also have to remember that for the first year or like six months that Daniel and Lando were together, everyone was saying, oh, they'll never be Lando and Carlos. You know what I mean? Like all of this pressure on them to be best friends. But you have to remember these people are not only competitors, they don't exactly know each other. So I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be this 
unrealistic pressure on Oscar to be Daniel. And I believe it's hyperbolized by the fact he's Australian as well. So it's like, oh, yeah. you have to fill the hole of the like most iconic Australian driver ever. Australian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we were but talking yeah. about this the other day in like a study and we were like, it's so yeah. funny because when Mark Webber retired, or like, yeah, it was like he retired or he left, Danny Rick replaced him. And it's like the Italian Australian is replacing the Italian Australian. And then when Oscar Piastri comes in, the Italian Australian is replacing the Italian Australian. And they're from the same, and they're from the same region of Italy, apparently. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like we have to have an Italian Australian on the grid. It has to happen. Yeah, must be in the gene. I feel like must be in the the water that place in it. Must be. Yeah, but I feel like the hate that Oscar's getting is like un—it's like unjustified. Like, yeah. Although he did have somewhat of a part to play in the signing of his contract when he knew that Danny Rick was still um, contracted, like he needed a contract more than anyone. Like, and everyone and all of these people who are saying he doesn't deserve his seat are the same people who, at the start of the year, were telling Fernando Alonso to retire because they wanted Oscar Piastri to get a seat. So, like, the hate's unjustified. Yeah, for sure. I think think you can be sad that Danny's not got a full-time seat and still be excited that Oscar's going to be on the grid. Like, they don't... Yeah. They can coexist, right? And, yeah, I I think it's it's typical of... I think because Danny has quite a a dedicated fan base and his fan base had had a hard year because people have been constantly telling us like, he doesn't deserve a seat and this they feel like everything is an attack on them and this was kind of like the the last final attack but to be fair if you yeah. were sitting down like think of this you're sitting down and zach brown says do you want a mclaren seat next year you're not thinking about the person you're replacing you're thinking this is the coolest opportunity in the world i get to race for mclaren so if you actually yeah. put yourself in oscar's mindset he has to be selfish in that moment and think of himself, right? Yeah, and racing's all about being selfish. Like, as much as it's a team sport or whatever, and you're playing to get the the Constructors' Championship and everything, you're at the end playing. of the day, it has to come back. You're playing, yeah. You're playing. You're driving. <laughs> but, you know, like, it comes back to you and you, what you have to do for your individual self. And I think that's what he did. And I can't be... Like, I'm so excited to watch him in F1 because, like, he's a Prema baby and we love Prema on this podcast. We do. Is it, is like, it Prema or Prema? That's the question. I don't know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not Italian. I am Australian, so I say Prema. But Prima. if you ask an Italian... Yeah, I usually... Fellas, I say... Like... Should we call up an Italian right now? <laughs> Daniel? We should call up an Italian right Who, now. Who's... Daniel? Hi. I don't know Daniel. any Italians. Daniel? I, all of my exactly. friends are Italian, um, but they're all probably sleeping. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah it's, it's I think we should go on to the next... It is. It's 7.38, but it's okay. We're slaying anyways. Um, are we going Logan to Logan? Sergeant. Okay. Yeah. This is... I actually heard Will Buxton talk about this. It's completely different. All okay. Logan has to get is... All he has to do is get in that car and score points, and people are going to be like, he's better than my TV! And wasn't yeah. it Logan's rookie season in F2 this year? Yeah. So that's yeah. what people so were, like, kind he's of He's had such upset. a good career. No, but, like, yeah. big ups to him. Go him. Like, yeah. a Williams seat is a seat in F1. And I feel like no matter what happens, there's going to be a big 
points gap between Lando and Oscar, but there probably won't yeah. be that. Like, let's be honest, Logan and Alex are probably going to be 19th and 20th in drivers next year. Yeah. Um, so people aren't really going to focus on it. I mean, Logan will likely out-qualify Alex in, you know, at some stage. And they're always going to be seen as kind of on par with each other because the Williams car isn't really comparable to any other car on the grid, usually. So like, Next on... minute, Williams comes out with a championship winning <laughs> car and they win the yeah. world championship next year. <laughs> and we're like... Yeah. Oh, any oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I it's think... actually Alex Albon. Yeah. Um, it's going to win the championship next year. But also, again, new team principal for Williams. Um, don't know who that is yet. No, we don't. Who do you want it to be? Who do you want it to be? Susie Wolf, right? Obviously, yeah. That's the yeah. only... I, like, the reports are saying it's either Jensen Button or Susie Wolf, and I can't even be mad at either of those options. No. Because I love them both. Do you not? So you just yeah, have to... but I love Jensen's commentating though. So I kind of hope he doesn't. Yes. <laughs> we, you know, we don't want you cool. to because we want you to be a commentator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. don't think I have like a hatred towards Logan Sargent. I think it's just like a mild dislike, but I think it's because of no. I I have I have I have a thing about Americans, and he's very American. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's not even like and he I, could I, be a really good racing driver. No, it's just I, I hate think Americans. he is. How old is Logan Sargent? Hold on. I think he's 20. Let's go. Okay, Google, quick Google in. search. I'm saying... Uh, I think 20. Okay. Or 19. I, I think 22, but, so I'm going to go 21. Okay. Moment of truth. Oh, I didn't put age in. Hold on. So he's like he can legally drink in America. <laughs> That's amazing. Fun fact, Diana. Fun fact. That is he can legally drink in America. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. like we can drink like at eighteen, and Americans can only yes. drink at twenty-one. Doesn't make Same. sense. I don't understand that. All good. But hope, hope. What are your predictions for Logan Sargent's season next year? I hope. I hope that he. Um, settles in well. I think Alex is a yeah. good teammate for him. I feel like Alex is yeah. a very calm, chill kind of vibe for him, and I think that will be good for Logan. I also think out of um, the people, the rookies are um, teammates with, so out of Lando, Alex, and Yuki, I think Alex would be the best. Like, yeah, I would, pick I would rather have my Alex. Teammate. Yeah, so yeah. I think... He's very lucky. I've heard Williams is a great team to be in. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel I like they've got a good vibe. Very, like, family, fun base vibe. They're cute. I like Williams. They seem like a non-partisan yeah, team. And even, like, the way they treated, like, Nicholas Latifi, like, he, like, as much as we like to joke and say that Nicholas Latifi's the goat or whatever, he had, yeah. like, one of the roughest F1 careers ever. And never once mm. did they ever be like, you suck. Or like put him down yeah. or anything. He, they were always there for him and they always cheered him on. And that was that's like probably the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like even when he got yeah. FP one and FP and FP three in Hungary, like the scenes in the Williams garage, they yeah. were like unmatched. Yeah, exactly. Something and I about feel like 
I think I think Either. the thing is not like, not really trauma bonding, but like you know they've been through a lot. That team is a historical team that's kind of going through a rough patch. I mean, if you look back at Williams, there are they the most? Am I no? The most successful is um yeah, Miss, um Ferrari then Ferrari, McLaren, and I think they're like up there. Yeah, and then it's Williams, up right? Because people always yeah, say it's be, like the whole be. eternity. Like, all the historical yeah. team, too, you know what I mean? They've been in F1 for a long time. Yeah. Um. So I feel like they're a good team to have you. He'll have good people surrounding him. So I, I do have high hopes for Logan, and I think he will do very well. Um. Yeah. He's yeah. in the Mercedes Driver Academy, too, so. Same. Yeah, um, Nick DeVries. Uh, bestie, debris, debris, debris. Um, yeah, I feel like he gets in that car and where's the first race? Bahrain. Yeah. Oh no. Who? Yes. Yeah. Bahrain. Must be. Bahrain. He gets in that yes, car in Bahrain. Is. Everyone expects him to drive like he did in Monza. Yeah. And that's a that's a big drive to back up. Like getting in the points in Williams on your debut is amazing, and he did amazing. But I fully believe that he will be up there with Yuki. I can see him outqualifying yep. him, outplacing him on multiple occasions. I also feel like the Yuki and Nick's energies are very similar and I feel like they will get along. Um, but yep. again, a big duo to back up, right? Pierre and Yuki, yep. iconic. But we, you have to remember that those kind of relationships are never going to be replaced. They're very unique. So, but I do see them getting along very well. Um, but yeah, and he's in an Alpha Tauri. That's good. Like, that's a good, good car. I have high what hopes for Alpha Tauri next season. Night? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. We're going to oh, talk about that later, think... right? Yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. Nick will do well. I have high expectations for him, but I also not not setting my expectations too high for rookies because, like, I don't want to disappoint myself and I also don't want to, like, you know, Whatever. Mm. But anyways, speaking of Alpha Tower, the- we have a game. Oh, yes. No, you go, you go, you go. Oh, I oh, was... You go first. Was, what were you going to say? I was... I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> she got too excited by the game. Yes, I'm very excited for this game. So the game... I haven't prepared at all, but I'm very so excited. So the game... I'm not prepared yes. at all either. I need to go and look at some F1 Instagram accounts, but... So what we're doing yeah. is this game on Alpha Tauri, like the Tauri Talks Tauri podcast, Talks. where they guess F1 drivers or like people's Instagram follow accounts. And Katie was like to me the other day, we should do this when we get on the podcast, but with F2 and F3 drivers. So that's what we're yeah. going to do. Okay. Because I'll some start, of them are wild, so like I'll... some of them that do really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. so I'll start. I'm sorry. And I'm starting off strong with Liam Lawson. Okay, wait. Let me see if it loads. <laughs> Just Liam Lawson? Just Liam Lawson. Yeah, just Liam Lawson. How many followers does Liam Lawson have on Instagram? Oh, okay. I thought we were like... Okay. Oh, okay. Um... So hard. I'm saying 80,000. 80,000? Yeah. Mate, you've you've undersold this guy by a lot. I'm sorry. Take a second guess. It's higher than 80,000. Okay, 150. Double it. Oh, you're so close. It's 149. Wow. 149. 
That was so close. I feel like... How did That's he... So oh, close. yeah, Red Bull. Right, okay. I forgot that he's, like, a Red Bull. Red Bull. Driver. He's got a lot of followers from Red Bull. Yeah. They've got a bit of a cult following. Um... Cult. <laughs> okay, so are you just guessing them, or are we, like, comparing them? So, like, this person or this person? Oh, we can compare them. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Huh? Let's do that. Okay. Hold on. I need... Okay. Who else? Um... Uh, <laughs> we're just looking, guys. We're not. It's not radio silence. We're just looking for people to compare. Well, look, I don't know. This is so hard. Okay. Yeah. Actually. Okay. This also, is are, are we gonna like mention that Ollie Berman got verified? Like, yeah, he's verified apparently. On Instagram now. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, wild. he is. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> wild. Congratulations, I, Ollie. Like a, I always used to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I always used to laugh that, like, um, <laughs> Sebastian Montoya was verified before Ollie Berman was, because to me that was just funny. Berman? Yeah. <laughs> Ollie Berman. I don't know, I say it weird. Like I said, I don't say Ollie Berman. I've heard more than one person because say Marie Ollie says Berman. Berman, it's Beerman, right? But because like, I say because like, I say it with like I say it with the mock British accent, so it kind of sounds like British because he is British, right? So Oliver but Marie said it once as a joke. Yeah, Oliver James Berman, but like, <laughs> but no, because Marie said it's a joke British once. Accent. Right? Yeah. We go full British whenever we talk about him in school. Full British. Okay, yeah, you go. so do I. I'm, I have a very good British accent. Okay. Logan Sargent. Yeah. Or Felipe Drogovic. Two of our faves. Felipe Drogovic. Gotcha. Gotta be. Gotta be. Yeah. Felipe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He won. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Dennis. Dennis Hauger. Or? Yeah. Jayhan. Oh, oh, that's hard. Jay, no, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis went okay. out by a lot, like fifty k. Wow. Okay, hold on. Let me think of one. Oh, I got a good one. I hope. I hope we're not like looking at the people that. Um... No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. I just need to check. Okay, this one. Wait, is that close? Yep. Okay. Dino or Paul? Dino. Uh, Dino. No, Paul. No! no. His Instagram's the best thing in the entire world. Why would you not follow Yeah, it, it is. But it, uh, Paul's Instagram, like, whoever's... Uh, he's running his own Instagram, and it's the best thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I, I love think it most, so Yeah, I think most of the younger ones... Um, are the best. Run their own Instagram. They slay. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you follow Oliver James Bannon's dad on Instagram? Yes, I do. <laughs> it was a joke, okay? Bannon account stuff. I know, it's he so cute. Like, he's like reposting Softy Bearman. I'm like... <laughs> Softy oh, Bearman. So... Softy okay, Bearman scares me. Anyway. Wow. You got a good one, okay? Really? Yeah. The Screaming Meals boys. Marcus? Yeah. Or Clem? Oh, damn it. 
Oh, this is hard. Okay. okay. I'm saying Marcus because he's been on F2 for long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus is like. Clem has 32.5k and Marcus has 119k. So the it wasn't even Instagram. a competition. Yeah, the, the power of Instagram. Yeah, the power of Instagram. Huh? Instagram. Clem, that's not very many for Clem. No. It's because people don't know the hidden gem of Clement Novelak. Yeah, no. You're a bit of a cult follower for that one. Yep. Um, I want to meet Clem on. when he comes to Australia. Yep. Oh, this is a good one because this is this is unexpected. Okay, Kimmy and Janelle oh, or Ollie. Yep. Kimmy. Yeah, it's weird, eh? Because Kimmy's like Cause... a lot more famous than Ollie, but I would think like surely I want to see how many followers Ollie has gotten this Gained. year. Yeah. Like surely ninety percent of his followers. Surely, surely. But the thing with Kimmy is... Let's Kimmy's in... Let's <laughs> Ollie! Uh, Ollie Berman, this is a question for you. <laughs> right here, right now. You're listening. We know you are. How many followers <laughs> did you have at the start of 2022? And are you willing to, to share with us? Share that with us. You know... It might be. Might be. But I feel like the thing with Kimmy is he's famous in F4 because he's like a double world champion in F4. Mm. Like, he's mad famous in Italy. And his yeah. name's not even Kimmy. It's like, what's his name? Andrea um, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them. Do you know Jack's, Jack Crawford's name's not Jack? Carlston. It is. I, I like was making fun of Jacqueline. Oh, really? No, Jacqueline has a whole name, and it's like, we had we had to make, like, because her name's, like, Jack. Like, we call her Jack as well. Or yeah. I call her Quacky Wacky. So I think her name's, like, Carolina or something, something like that. But like we had to choose like a really old timey name that started with C, and we just put it as our first name. No, um, but I also love the way he spells Jack. Like it's just an, yeah. another thing I like about Jack. Like I like J J A K. Okay. If I had just a no C. Jack. Yeah, that's how it's being spelled. Hmm. What's next mm. on the list? Should we answer some of the questions that we got? Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're going to answer your guys' questions because we both put out a thing on Instagram. <clears throat> yeah. Asking what questions people wanted answered. So Okay. Will we just, like, swap off between yep. each other? Okay, so okay. from Marie, replace every member of One Direction <laughs> with a driver that matches their vibe. <laughs> you go first. I don't know. I'm never really a big One Direction fan. I'm really sorry. Okay. Um. Oh, fuck. This is hard. Oh, whoops. Um. Okay. I don't. Even... Okay. Harry. We can skip this one. Okay. As Harry. We're gonna replace with. Oh, this is hard. This is so hard. <laughs> it's so difficult. Who has okay, got like... Harry? We're gonna replace with. What's Harry's energy? Like, kind of like... Like, you know, like, he was in the group, he was there, he was, like, <laughs> carried. Look, to be honest, I'm also not the biggest One Direction fan. Like, I love their music, but you're better off yeah, talking like, to, like, my cousin or on. something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, on. okay. I'll um, change the question then. Yeah. From Marie again. 
Who would die first and last in a zombie apocalypse? F1, F2, and F3 grid separately. So we'll do F3 first, but this year's F3 okay. grid. And then... Okay. So who would okay, die surviving. first in a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, like who's... who's No, who's dying first? Like, dead. Straight away. Arthur Leclerc? Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> like, okay, who's, bro, he's who's literally... dying last? Oh, who's, who's like a resourceful little intelligent boy? Intelligent. I want to say Victor Martins purely because he won the championship. Yeah. Like, he seems like a smart bloke. Also, Zane kind of looks like someone who would die pretty soon, quickly. Yeah. (laughs) We we unknowingly violate Zane so much. So much. I know, but he's like, surely he's he's little, right? Oh my god, did you see how people like freaking out over how tall Ollie is? I have not. Because Ollie's like racing driver tall. No, he's like 6'2", so I'm not really that tall. But don't ask me how I know that. Um, (laughs) She stalked him. (laughs) Um, No. That's why she got cancelled on um, Twitter twice. It was once, Tiana. Okay, it was. This is the second time. No, that was horrible. I feel so bad for you. I just know that. I just, somebody told me that he's 6'2", and I was like, a little birdie? Okay. No, I remember that. A little birdie on my shoulder that I talk to every now and again. <laughs> um, okay, F2 grid. Who's going to die first and who's going to die last? Uh, oh. I'm saying Clem's going first. first. Yeah. I think Clem's He's got a very, first. like, he's like, oh, God. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Who, who's who's surviving? Like, who's surviving? Dennis? Felipe. I feel like he's got a very, like, macho man. Who yeah, did you say? Okay. Yeah. Dennis? Den- oh, yeah. yeah, Dennis would also survive. I feel like a lot of people in the F2 grid would survive. Uh-huh. But I just think Clem is definitely dying first. Like, I'm sorry. Or like, I love or like Tao Portier. He's probably going to die. Yeah. <laughs> going to die. <laughs> There's like yeah. editors like, I'm going to die. Like, okay, sorry. I get too many edits okay. on my For You page where it's like t- comparing like teammate dynamics. Anyways. Right. F1 grid, who's going to die first and who's going to die last? Yuki Sonoda's dying first. Yeah, he's too... I'm sorry, Yuki, you're too short. <laughs> You'll yeah. get, like, a tap, like, the zombies will start chasing. I fact, somehow know fact. everybody's fucking height. Yuki Sonoda is five centimetres taller than me. Oh, my so, god! technically, if I never wore, wore heels, there wouldn't be that much of a height difference. But... Oh, my god! I would look weird next to Ollie, because he's over a foot taller than me. That is so <laughs> You cannot live. Yeah. Who's going from? Yeah, just far away. Like at least, like, like you know, social distancing. Keep your like one point five meters. Yeah. Who's dying last in zombie apocalypse on the F one grid? Sebastian Vettel. Yep. Or, like, Fernando Alonso, because, like, yeah. they just stick uh-huh. out. Or, like, I feel like, okay. I feel like you all have the any dads, like, Chico, he's winning. Like, he's he's doing yeah, well. Yeah, Chico's winning. Like, yeah. Um, I agree. Whoops, I just got rid of my questions. Hold on. Ah, that's all right. Hold the phone, darling. Oh, now it's got to reload. <laughs> Shall we sing? Don't need to ask. No. He's a smooth operator. So, okay, <clears throat> here's a good question. Okay. 
how long will Fernando stay in the Aston Martin slash in Formula One? Okay, well, I personally strongly dislike Fernando Alonso for no reason other than he just, like, he's just there, but I wish he retired. But there's no, like, it's not justified hate. It's not like he's done something personally to me. It's just I mm. want Felipe Dragovic in F1. That's plain and simple. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, hate him I... because he held up Oscar Piastri and he held up um, Felipe Dragovic. Yeah, so, listen, yeah. I think... Like, Fernando has still got it, right? He, obviously, Esteban outplaced him this year, but he's still got ninth in drivers. And so he has still got it, you know, double world champion, 2005, 2006. Yes. Yeah. Um, Look at us for DTS knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. He's still, um, yeah, he's still got it, but... I would like to see a certain Brazilian in that seat. Yeah. But I mean, it's been a while since we had a Brazilian driver. We need another one. Come on. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like Fernando, uh, not Fernando, Felipe's, like, he's ready, you know? Um, yeah. But I also think he suits Aston Martin, Felipe. Fernando doesn't. He suited Alpine. Like, why did he move to Aston? It's so random. Like, yeah. I, like, yeah. Appar- apparently and- they're like, having a lot of upgrades this year and the Aston Martin's supposed to be quick. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting season for them. But I think personally, I don't know. I think if Fernando Alonso doesn't perform as well as Aston Martin thought, like this is the opinion of a lot of people I've seen. Like if he doesn't perform to Aston Martin's standards, they're saying that he's going to get dropped. But it's also the same thing with Checo. People are saying that Checo is going to get dropped like mid-season. Yeah, for but Danny I don't Rick. think he will. They won't. But then, no way they but won't. then this poses the next question, that Danny Rick isn't the reserve driver for Red Bull. He's the third driver. The reserve driver yeah. is Liam Lawson. So if Max or Checo was to get injured, Danny Rick's not going to race. Or, well, he won't I, be the first option. Yeah, so yeah. many people get really confused about that, right? Because I made a video the other day saying how... Felipe's my favourite reserve driver next year. And they're like, oh, kind of neglecting Daniel. I'm like, he's not a reserve driver. Liam Lawson is still, like, Red Bull Alpha Tari, you know, like, Alpha Tari could use Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, be a reserve driver. He is, he's literally there for, what do they say, marketing purposes, which is fine. That actually really suits Daniel. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, um, yeah I think that's a, that's a huge misconception. And it's fine. Like, it's easy to, to make that mistake. But he's... So Mick's the reserve driver, right, for Merck? Yeah, so all the reserve drivers, so Mick, Merck, funny, um, Red Bull, uh, Liam Lawson, um, mm. Mercedes, oh wait, McLaren is, um, they can use Mick, but they can also use, but their actual reserve driver is the IndyCar driver, Alex. You know, oh, he Alex did Moore, FP1 yeah. in US. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him. Um, Alpha Tauri is also Liam Lawson. Uh... Haas is, I think, Pietro Fittipaldi. Oh, yes, 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 it is, actually. Williams, I think it might be Jamie Chadwick. Or if Victor Martins moves to F... Oh, no, wait, he's Alpine. But Alpine's is Jack Doohan. I know that. Yeah, no, that's why. on the grid. Yeah. You know, I was so, like... I so badly wanted them to crash in Brazil, like, like into each other, because I found out after that, um... 
uh, what's her name, Otmar, threatened both of them that if they hit each other, that um, Jack Doohan was going to replace one of them in, in Abu Dhabi. And I was like, I wanted that. Why couldn't anyone tell me that before? That's so funny. That's funny, yes. And also, if Logan Sargent didn't get enough super license points, um, Jack was going to take his spot at Williams. Yeah, see, that was weird. Like, there was that whole thing, like, Mick was rumoured to have been going to Williams, which I don't think, I really don't know if he ever would have, but that's okay. Um, and they're like, no, Gunther said that he wasn't allowed to go or whatever. But, yeah, I feel like Logan's a good fit for, for Williams, though. Williams. Yeah, yeah. I think it's slice. Let's get another question yeah. from sure. fans. Um, sure. When is Daniel Castro? This is my favorite question. When is Daniel Castro getting on the podcast? Daniel Castro is getting on the podcast Um, when this girlies episode. I don't know. Literally, it says, when did Daniel Castro, when is Daniel Castro getting on the podcast? Who's Daniel Castro? Like, okay. He's my friend. Maybe I should believe oh. out his name. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want his name. Okay. This is the most serious question I'm ever going to ask you, Katie. Yeah. Hippopotamuses or hippopotami? Which is which is the most correct way of saying okay, it? Okay, I've listened to the episode that's about this. <laughs> yeah. So the correct word is hippopotami, right? But I would say hippopotamus. No, the correct the correct word is hippopotamuses because apparently hippopotami isn't even a real word, but people use hippopotami like octopi. Yeah, because you don't I say, say octopuses, but I don't really say hippopotamuses that often. Yeah, um, same. But I, I just think it was. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like the most weirdest thing because Jacqueline just randomly said hippopotami, and I was like, "Yeah, hippopotami." Like backtrack. What is hippopotami? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I my question. I made yes. a video recently about yes. how Haas didn't market Mick like well you know what I mean like I was saying that he was a very marketable driver and people say Mick Schumacher isn't marketable so who do you think is the most marketable driver on most marketable driver is Danny Rick because purely because of how he people say he carried Drive to Survive I, I like I think Drive to Survive was dramatic on its own to like boost viewership in America which was the whole entire point of Drive to Survive but yeah. Danny Rick is the kind of person where he just like he's got a personality that just attracts people to mm -hmm. him and to the sport, mm -hmm. and that like you see that through all of the people that were so upset when he left, and like you know, and all of the people who just support him as a person. So I think he's yeah. the most marketable. Also, he's like, like what has he done? Like, can't think of anything that he's done wrong, really. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, he's a PR manager's think... dream. Yeah. Um, I think my personal opinion, most marketable driver is Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. But I think also... that's because that's because of the sheer fame that he has. Yeah. Um like, and then he's got a very desirable style personality. Yeah, like a lot of people you will say do you know an F one driver and they will say either Michael Schumacher or Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. So I feel like he's a very well-known person outside of the sport, and I feel I feel like Lewis Hamilton fans, like I don't I don't they're not very cult like you know what I mean like most people there's quite a few like casual Lewis Hamilton fans that I'm a kind casual of goes Lewis Hamilton like, casually. Me too. But I love Lewis, <laughs> but I'm not about to go sort out content of him. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and also like his style, the way he uses his platform is a very marketable, marketable asset, I guess. And I think uh, people people were angry on the post about how me saying that Mick was marketable in the way that Mercedes was like posting a lot about him was taking away from his driving. And I actually think now they are kind of their only business and I mean, they are the faces of their brand and it's important for viewership and things like that for people to like them. So it is important for them to be marketable and then to put themselves out there and show their personality because that's what people like now. That's what people expect from them. And I think the current bridge, yep. they all do it very differently, but they all do it very well. Um, you can go yep. from someone like Jenny Rick who absolutely thrives on the camera to someone like Valtteri Bottas and they both have their very, very specific marketable assets, I guess. Yeah. 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 I agree. <laughs> I think it's either Danny or Lewis as the most marketable driver. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah. like it has to be one of them because personally I don't yeah. really see much of the other drivers. And also in a lot of like commercials, like I'll turn on the, t- it could be because I'm Australian, but I turn on the TV and I'm watching the footy and Danny Rick will come up and there's a hollow fresh ad and I'm like, oh my God, it's Daniel Ricardo. Like, no, that's know, like, because you're from Australia. Like, small uh, from things Australia. like that, like advertising. Yeah. Must, and, must be. Um, must be. Also like Charles and Carlos are on a lot of ads too. Yeah, they are, they are in a lot of ads. They do. They I haven't seen any well. Formula One drivers. Um, I'm from New Zealand, right, for people who don't know. And Formula One is pretty small here. So I never see things about that. You never see people with merch on or anything either. So I get excited oh. when I see someone. And they're probably wearing, they're wearing like Red Bull. And Red Bull obviously oh. has a lot of teams. So you can't be sure that it's Formula One. So I never ask. I'm like, trying to like yeah, it could be my bracelet. This is Danny Rick. <laughs> um, so I have another question. This is really, this is also serious. Actually, it's not. But who do you think, Thomas asks, who do you think will win the title fight for next season? I think who I want and who I think is very different. Obviously, I want Charlotte to win, but I think Max has got it in the bag. I think Red Bull yep. is amazing at the moment. They are, they've shown this year that even when you try real hard, you can't beat them, and I think they're going to have. And when you've got a good driver and a good car under you, you can't beat Red yeah. at the moment. But I also so. think that I think it'll be much closer between mm-hmm. Ferrari and Merck and Red, like Ferrari, Merck and Red Bull. I think it'll be much closer this year than it was last year, purely because Ferrari is yeah. also getting a new team prince. Like he, they're getting Fred Vassar. Love Fred. Like, not that Bernardo was a horrible person, but I just think he failed to take accountability for, um, for, like, yeah. the actions of, like, like, I know that most of the things that happened were out of, like, what some of the things that happened were obviously Charles' fault and Carlos's fault, but things like mm. not putting enough tyres on the car or not putting your car on the right strategy or putting your car on the wrong mm. tyres or mm. double, or calling them into pit when the tyres aren't ready. Like, that's, like, rookie yeah. errors that a team like Ferrari shouldn't be making. Like, they shouldn't be mm. making those errors. And the fact that he's blaming sure. it all on the car, saying the car's not fast enough. When the car is or, clearly fast or enough Or our to car beat. is good enough to win a championship. But, but it clearly it like, wasn't, because... Well, your car was good team. enough to win a championship. Yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. strategists and your, like, just the way you went about things was not good, mm. like, in any way. 
And I think I think it would have been okay if throughout the season he said, we need to make change, we need to improve ourselves, but he continually like taking... said, we don't need to change, we're fine. Yeah. But I, also another thing is, like, that whole, a lot of people say, well, it's not Bernardo's fault, it's the strangest fault, it's this. One of the most important things I've ever learned is that a good leader takes a little bit less of the success and a little bit more of the blame. And he didn't take mm-hmm. From what I can understand, from what I saw in the media, and I think you can come from with, come to it with a very biased lens about it, right? Yeah. You can you can say I'm such a hardcore Charles fan or Carlos fan, and they deserve to win the championship. Let's blame it all on Ferrari. Or you can look at it through a very non-biased lens and think, yes, Carlos and Charles had good seasons and. I mean, Charles was in a position to win the championship for a lot of the a lot of the year. So, mm-hmm. don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, it is. But I feel like yeah, he just needed to take accountability, and I feel like that's kind of what made Ferrari fans a little bit upset. Was like he was sitting there yeah. saying that there's no problem when there was clearly a problem, and I think mm-hmm. that's what frustrated a lot of people because it's like you can it's clearly evident that there's a problem, but we're not addressing yeah. it. So. Yeah, and I also believe it was hyperbolized by the fact it was Ferrari. Yeah, they're the most successful team in F1. Yeah, and there is a lot of eyes on them, no matter how good they're doing. There's always going to be a lot of eyes on Ferrari because they've got a very good following. Yeah. Right, my question? Yeah. Um, Oh, here we go. If you could drive for any driver academy, which would you drive for? Ferrari, obviously. Yeah. Like, as much as... (laughs) Obviously, like, Ferrari, the Ferrari from... Modeling Academy. Literally, that yeah, that's what we call them. <laughs> because if you drive for Ferrari, like, if you, if, like, not even the fact that they're all like really good looking, like, if you drive for Ferrari, a Ferrari Driver Academy, that means like you're you're immediately associated with the most successful team in F one. Yeah, like, you're racing in F two, F three, Formula Regional. Like these categories, which not many people watch, but you're affiliated with the most successful F1 team ever. Meaning mm. you have a shot that pe- that other people don't have to get that seat in F1. Yeah, and Who I feel like the, the Ferrari, me, your Ferrari as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you may have seen my recent aesthetic videos, and I think you're going to rust it into the Ferrari. Uh, I, I think, think we're more I like think, Merc. Yeah, I think we may be Merc. Like, we're both yeah. kind of wife material. Possibly, possibly yeah. Red Bull some days. Yeah. Um, some days, some days. We have our Yeah, enemies. like the self-deprecating humour that we sometimes do is very Red Bull. <laughs> so bad. But, yeah, mm. no, I I do think, and, yeah, and the FDA is, yeah, it's amazing. But it, it I, I did think for a long time that they surely they just, like, get models and then teach them how to drive. I think because that's, I think that's also what they do. I, like honestly, but I, also they've got some bloody good drivers. If that's the if that's the case, yeah. Um, like, yeah. I'm kind of sad about like you know like but all my favorite drivers have at one point raced for either Prema or FDA. Like Marcus Armstrong, he was part of FDA. Yeah. Arthur, Charles, Felipe, just everyone that I love was a part of the FDA. So. Um, who else? Oh, that's the other thing with Prima. Like, <laughs> Prima's basically mini Ferrari. Like, they are, 
they are pony yeah. club, right? Like if yeah. if Ferrari is bloody a horse show, you know, a dancing horse. I swear their logo is like a little pony, like it must be because they're just mini no, Ferrari. Pre- Prema's just Prema, like just Prema. That's their yeah, logo. I know. Yeah, but it's but yeah, like, it's pony club. Teaching yeah. them how to be teaching them how to be dancing horses. And the fact that, like, even on the our favorite podcast, the Screaming Meals podcast, like the episode with Jahan and um, and Dennis, they like Marcus was saying that in F three that year that he raced with Jahan and Robert, like they were racing in an F one car compared to everyone racing in an F four car. That's how yeah. good the car was. And for yeah, them to get was, one two in the championship last year, they got one two in the championship last year with Robert and Oscar. And they got that's a, a that's team. That's a duo. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Robert and Oscar. They're like the best combo ever, because like yeah. they just Robert's suit each cute. other so well. Because like Robert's like sunshine, and then like he's midnight rain. Like it makes sense. Yeah. It just makes sense. Like those on. edits. What's your question? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is another Taylor Swift F one question. Oh, um, assign one driver to every single Taylor Swift era. Okay. <clears throat> we'll start off with Taylor Swift debut. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Um, you gotta give him Danny Rick, right? Yeah, because it's cowboy. Like, yeah, that's what I, I can mean. see. Yeah. Danny Rick. I can see Danny Rick like yelling out the lyrics to "Picture to Burn," <laughs> like, yeah. or Arthur, like this him guitar. riding like, in the car, like. <laughs> got the guitar going and everything. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure Fearless, right? Fearless, isn't it? Fearless. Mm, it was very, like... Oh. Like, Golden Boy. Like, I think, like... Yeah. Mick. Like, it's... G- yeah. I'd, I'd I'm pretty sure, that. yeah. I'd agree with that, yeah. yeah. Next, Speak Now. Speak Now. So, like, a little bit Purple. sad, a little bit angsty. <laughs> The um, angst. <laughs> would we go? Oh, no, I can't. Give like I, I fully don't even know. Like, which driver would match the vibe of Speak now? Mm. Hmm. Would you go? Uh, Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Yeah. You could. I feel like Pierre is good. Could, like, if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay, next one. Oh, gotta be for red. Charles, right? <laughs> yeah. Charles. I was gonna say gotta Charles. Be Charles. Charles. Gotta be Charles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Charles Garlos, like one of the Ferrari drivers, it has to be them, but I, it yeah, 100% suits Charles. Yeah, it does. 1989. It's like your know, like, friendship and la la la. I, I'm fine. How you get the girl. That's a banger song. How you get the girl. Norris, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I think that's valid. Okay, who's yeah, in there? Oh, but this could also be Charles. This could also be Charles. Reputation. What? Yeah. But I also think, like, Charles almost, in need like, of Max, his rep- like Max, Max is kind of, like, yeah. aggression. And, like, very powerful. Angsty. Once again, he's... Just, yeah. Yeah, but also, like, Lover. the power and reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a different era fully. Yes, 
him and Lily are my favorite uh, couple guys. ever. Yeah, my second, my if second. If they ever break up, love's not real. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Who's folklore? <laughs> Who's folklore? I don't know. She peaked. She, right, she peaked at love. Oh. So, folklore. She did. <laughs> We're both lover, lover girls, aren't we? Um, folklore. I yeah, know. we are. <laughs> I actually Let's can't even think of anyone from folklore right. evermore. Who has champagne no, goggles? just get them. Because they can go forevermore. Yeah, sorry, sorry, folklore evermore. We love you, but Carlos. we don't love you that much. Carlos. Midnight? Carlos can be folklore. Carlos. Yeah. He yeah. slays. Oh, man. Yeah. Right on. Okay, that's my question done. Okay. I don't know what happened here. Okay, here we go. Bring them back up. How do we feel about the second F1 silly season with all the team principles? I think it happened too quickly. I think it did happen too quickly. Because, like, me personally, it because, like, time zones in Europe to Australia, it was night. I was at a pub. Yeah. And I'm on my phone. I'm getting notifications on my watch saying, like, the first notification I got was, Bonotto is leaving Ferrari. Well, no, no, no. I got that before. It was, Vassour is replacing... Ben- oh, no, what was it? It was, Vassour was leaving Al- um, Alfa Romeo. That was the first yeah. one I got. And then not even, like, ten minutes later, it was, like, Vassour is go- going to Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, okay, I feel like the Ferrari had been happened- waiting. Yeah, how, do you know yeah. how that happens? And then, like, are, are, are the two admins talking to each other? You know what I mean? Uh, okay, I'm gonna post now. Go on, like, okay, yo. give me ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think I feel yeah, like that all it, happened overnight because like, I woke up and I had like seven messages, and everyone was like, "Look what happened overnight, Katie," and I was like, "Oh, cool." I was yeah. it was madness, and then like I'm literally dancing and I'm getting a notification on my watch pull my hand up, don't mind my watch in, and it's like Andre Seidel is leaving McLaren and I'm like, yeah I got really upset but, and I was like how no, dare Andre Seidel okay. leave but also he moves to Alfa Romeo right, and he's not even, he's not the team principal yeah, he's a CEO he's a team CEO, so he's he's like what Zach Brown is for McLaren but I, yeah, 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 yeah. but I'm no, you're right but I'm also you go, thinking, you go, you go. Because isn't, isn't, like, Christian Horner the team CEO and the team principal? No, the team... I'm pretty sure the team CEO is, um, Helmut. Let me fact check my facts. But no, I'm pretty sure it's Helmut. Isn't Helmut in charge and... of, um, the Driver Academy? Mm, let me see. Team CEO of Red Bull. I think you might be right with Christian Horner being both of them. Come on, load. Give me some reception. I'm a woman who watches F1. I can't. Christian Horner. Yeah, it's just Christian Horner. Okay. Good. Oh wait, is it? Yeah. So, the founder is Dietrich. Dietrich, or however you pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, he died. Christian Horner's the race, the the team principal. Yeah. Oh, fun times. Fun, fun times, fun, fun times. But yeah. Oh, do you want to know okay. something fun, like a fun fact? So yeah, the points, the points that Red Bull scored this season was something like three hundred or something like that, right? Mm. 
Um, guess how much Haas has um, scored in their entire F1, like, um, like being an F1? How many points do you think the Haas has scored being an F1? 225. Um, let me find it again. But so they have scored 237 points. This year alone, Red Bull has outscored them. Kind of funny. Only by, only by this year. But they've Haas is in, a new team, out- like a, a re- not reasonably new team, but like reasonably a, new, fairly new. Because like because it was their 2016, first poll, right? Twenty sixteen, right? Twenty yeah, twenty sixteen. But it baffles me that in one year, a team that has been in the grid for four years, although they are a back market team, has outscored them in only a one year. Back market team. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Haas. Middle pack, middle pack <laughs> like, team. Middle, middle, yeah, yeah, like your midfielders, but like, it baffles me that 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 happened. Okay, I have yeah. I have ten quick fire questions, and you okay. have to just not first... think about them. Yep. Okay. 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 Charles or Arthur? Uh, Arthur. Total I'm gonna Christian. Get so much hate. Huh? Total Christian. Total Christian. Toto. Yeah. Felipe or Mick? Felipe. <laughs> Black and white fireproofs. Black, obviously. Yeah. Haas or Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo. Merck or Red Bull? <laughs> Merck. Monaco or Monza? Monza. I love Monaco, but not that much. <laughs> Bikes or scooters? Bikes. <laughs> Because I can't fall off the scooter. French or Italian? Um, French. Hey! <laughs> Clem, Clem obviously. Or monster? Oh, I don't drink energy drinks, but probably Red Neither. Bull. I've never tried either. Yeah. Okay, that's my team. Yeah, I've never tried either. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to make 10 up right here, right now for you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um... Felipe or Marcus? Felipe. Okay. Um, Merck or Red Bull? Merck. Day races or night races? Night races. A race in Vegas or a race in New Zealand? New Zealand, because then I could <laughs> Okay, that's three, right? Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. You did four. You did four. Oh, four. Um, Danny or Checo? <laughs> okay, wait. Better question. Danny Rick or Liam Lawson? Oh, Danny Rick. <laughs> Danny Rick. Yeah. Okay, Danny Rick. Danny Rick on top. Um, I want to go. A day race. Okay, a sprint race in Monza or a sprint race in um, Brazil? Brazil. I like that. Cool. Yeah, I like the Brazil. Um, Monza needs to be like normal race weekend. A um, Felipe getting the Aston Martin seat or Danny Rick getting the Red Bull seat? Danny Rick getting the Red Bull seat. <laughs> uh, two more. I'm trying you to haven't think. asked me about my favourite F2.5 drivers. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Molly Berman getting the. Uh, getting. Um, the reserve driver role at Ferrari. Yeah. Or 
Um, I can't even think of another one. Like, how do you back that up? Because, you or, know, um, him winning the championship. If two. Him winning the championship. Which one? Him yeah. winning the if, champ- if two championship. Easy dubs. Okay. Good, that's good. Good okay, And then last one. Oh, last okay, one okay. more. Is that ten? One more. I think so. Uh, one more for just, like, good luck. Going to a Taylor Swift concert or going to a race? <laughs> the hardest choice of Taylor's your life. Taylor's a concert because I know that I'll eventually get to a race. Yeah. I, I want to go to a race so badly just so I can, like, see my friends. I'm friends in question, guys. I am one of friends. Many Are friends. you? Okay. She Do you have any more questions me. for me? Mm. Oh, yes, I do. I have so many questions. Why? I'm so tired. Let's see. I, I'm, I'm not that tired because I'm awake. I'm awake. What, what do you like about F1? I like the drama and the way just how so outrightly fictional some of it is. Like, you can't, it's just it's so hard to comprehend <clears throat> how these people do what they do. And I feel like that kind of adds to the thrill of it. Um, the people, the personalities, the media surrounding them. I'm fascinated by how fast they can drive the cars and then just, yeah, their personalities. And I'm also, like, kind of into, like, uh, like physics. I want to be an engineer. So um, I'm very fascinated by, like, the way the cars work, too. That's so cool. I'd say, yeah. How about you, Tina? Uh, my favourite part of the drive, obviously the drivers, obviously. How hot they are. Yeah, I need obviously. to put my laptop on charge, hold on. Okay. You, stay okay. you, can, still, you can still hear me. Yes. You guys can but, move with me. <laughs> but I think my favourite thing is just, yeah, like you said, like, how, how this, how fictional, like, the seasons are. Like, last year, you could not have written that story any better. You, yeah, you can't exactly. even write that no, stuff. Right. It was yeah. that good. Like the you race coming in Pad books. Yeah, really. Like the fact that they get went into the final race on equal points. Like yeah, nothing was separating either of them. Yeah, and then it came down to the last lap. Mm. Like that. Like you can't make that up. Like you actually. No, you like, can't. You can't. You can't. Like, you yeah. can't even write that stuff. It's that good. And, yeah, I just hmm. think, like, although this season was a bit boring in terms of, like, on-track action, because, like, Max was just winning by 30 seconds every single time. But, like, but I, think I, think, the I think the middle drama, pack was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. That was, like, I think the last few races with, like, Seb, like, v- like just racing yeah. everyone to the line, like, four, like, points. Yeah. Like that was that was mm. cool. Like I I have to admit. Like even though like one hundred percent Max is winning everything. Mm. We had a good yeah. midfield battle. But yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's see. Let's see, do I have any more questions? If I you have one to... more, but we're gonna save okay, it for you the end. Okay. No, we'll if save you it could ask you. any driver one question, what would it be and why? Do I have to pick the driver too? Yeah. This is hard. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think, and I can't think. Because there's so many drivers that you could ask. Danny Rick. 
Yeah. And I'm going to go... I don't know. I, I want to do Danny Rex. I don't know what question to ask him. It needs to be iconic. Yeah, it needs to be. This is the only Danny question Rick, I've ever got to ask them. This needs would to be you like... ever get a nose job? <laughs> a nose is the nose real? <laughs> is the nose that? Yes, please tell us. Because I was talking about this the other day. Like, if I was going to break anything in my body, I would break my nose. Because it's a free nose job. Like, that works. That's Wait how that works, right? Okay, go. Yeah. Um, I'd ask... Uh, who would I ask? I don't know. I actually don't know, because there's so many people that I'd want to ask questions. I think I'd ask Oscar Piastri, and I'd be like... Like, how do you deal? Like, how do, how have you dealt with, like, everything that's coming away? Like, you know? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. or, like, someone with, like, a really I mean, inspirational story. Like, maybe Charles and how he how, like, kind of... How, how, do you, how, how do you deal with major loss in the public eye? Yeah. Like, not only did he lose his dad, he lost Jules in an F1 accident. Like, he was still racing. In, he was still racing in F2, F3. And then he lost Antoine the week of his debut win in F1. Like, that's that that stuff, like, it hurts. Like, even though yeah. we were watching F1 during that time, like, you, mm-hmm. like, watch, you watch, like, how he talks about Antoine and how he, how, how close they all were, like, him and Pierre and all of them. And, like, how much mm-hmm. that would have hurt, like, going out, getting on pole for the first time in your career and then... Yeah. winning the race for the first time in your career and it's at the same place that the person yeah. just passed away. I don't know, it makes All... me really upset. No, oh, no, don't cry, don't cry. It's okay, let's stop talking <laughs> about this. Because I'm going to get sad. But also, on that, I would also ask one, Mel- one Manuel Correa how he, how, like, how he came back. Because, like, yeah, his crazy. comeback story is insane. Like, yeah. 2019, the doctors told him that he'd never race again. Yeah. And in Abu Dhabi, he made his F2 comeback. Hmm. 100%. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Madness. Um, I think we should talk about the screaming, the yelling dinner boys. Yeah, yelling dinner boys. Like Can how... you my cat? So let me just make sure he's boys. okay. I think they're the best <laughs> podcast in the world. Ziki. I think so. I think mine is a close second, <laughs> but I think that yeah. their podcast is just... I want to be on their podcast. Because no, I think I I think how um how kind of free they are, how they just like randomly just say stuff and tell stories and they I think and how mean they are to each other makes it so much yeah. funnier. And the fact they've all grown up together in a very unique environment. Like, yeah. It's probably one of the actually going back to that question I would ask them how do you do it? How do you just move yourself across the world and just kind of implant yourself in this crazy world where there's so much money being thrown around and to you're putting your life on the line all the time too how do you do it yeah like like moving away like people who come from new zealand and australia like you think about that they have to move halfway across the world to europe they have to move to italy Mm -hmm. like danny rick and liam lawson and all of that they moved to like 
Italy and stuff when they were kids. When they were like they they were like actual mm. teenagers. They were like fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. At that age, people are starting high school. They're yeah. going and like a lot of they're stopping school. Yeah, and they're going to cut yeah, that's internationally. Like, how how have have any of them finished high school or what we call it yeah. college? Because we know Marcus has only gone to eight hours of high school. Yeah, yeah, those eight hours. We know all sorts of justice. But, but yeah, I f- yeah. I, but I feel like there has to be one of them at least who finished school. Yeah, but, but like they, you look at like they get Kimmy so Antoinette. much money they don't need it. Yeah, yeah, he's the same age he as me. Is what fifteen? Sixteen? Sixteen? He's the same age as me, and, and I'm like, I'm starting so my busy. final year of high school, and yeah. you've already won two championships in that time that I'm. Yeah, no, that's like for. weird. Like I think my weird like, wake me. up moment is always with Ollie because Ollie, for people who didn't know, Ollie is a day older than me. <laughs> And yeah. so, I mean, like, he's achieved a lot more, yeah. but also, like, then, it'll come in due course. Like, I'm yeah. going to be working for a lot longer than Ollie Beerman probably ever will. Like, my, my career yeah. will like, spend no a lot more years moment, than his but... ever will. I know, but this is yeah. the nature of... It's no offence to them. You, you don't play until you're 60, you know what I mean? Like, you don't drive until you're 60. Unless you're but Fernando Alonso. Cause, yeah, no, he's gonna die. Unless you're Like I literally, he's gonna be buried in the in whatever car he retires in. But like, he's gonna be buried in that car. Like, I literally. But I like, think the thing with the reason why Fernando I say. No, you go, you go. I feel like Fernando. The reason why, like, a lot of them retire because they want to spend time with families. Yes, he's got a girlfriend, but he's not married. Doesn't have kids, so he kind of doesn't really have like. Yeah. He doesn't have that Family kind of to spend. excuse to just leave. So he's actually Jeez. fine. Yeah. And like, just I, I could completely understand if he retired. And I could completely understand if, like, Danny Rick retired and said, I just want to go spend time with my family, even though he doesn't have, like, yeah. that traditional white picket fence wife into a kid's family. You know what I mean? But also. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think Chico should retire soon because me and the kids are getting a bit bored. <laughs> the kid, the kids are getting a bit bored. Chico, you need to come back. Yeah, he gets like, a bit yeah, bored and sleeps yeah. with other women. But what about <laughs> that? Was uncalled for. Um. Okay. What about? Well, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe you ask your question and then we can wrap this up. Wrap, wrap this up because okay. it's going to be a really long episode. This question, I know it is. This question comes okay. from the one, I, I, the only, <laughs> Jenna Thom. And she yep. messaged me and we said, Jenna. oh my God, I've got you. Probably why is Jenna Thom the best person ever? No, the greatest person ever. Tiana, she is... you start us off. Okay. Jenna is the so greatest we, person do... ever. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. What were you going to say? Should we start off by saying, who is Jenna? Jenna, she is um a karting reporter, or um, yes. she's a pit reporter for the the go karts in um America. America, yeah, she is. She's yeah. amazing, and she, is. she also this year she was in Austin with F1 experiences doing uh, like tours. Yeah, I love, love. yeah this is just a plug is... for Jenna. Thanks. Yeah, 
go follow her on Instagram. Everyone go follow Jenna on Instagram, yeah. Go follow Jenna on Instagram. She is but, yeah. a beautiful, caring soul. She's yeah. lovely. She is. She's always Can confirm. Uh, got time for the people in my life, in her life, I mean. And, um, yeah. Yeah. She's I think Jenna's amazing. She gets a white Christmas. For real. I think she's the greatest person ever. Yeah. I think she yeah, is. Yeah, it's like snowing. And it's like boiling hot here, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's no. not a nice day here. No, I think she's. I anyway. Think, I think Jenna's like yeah, what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, no, that's like, a funny story. Sh- one day. Wait, did we ever tell the story of how we became friends? Anyway, Tiana texted me one day and we'd only like just become friends on my personal Instagram. Yeah. She said, Oh my god, you know Gina Tom. And I was like, Yeah, I do. Because, like, it was, an yeah, no. it was a total accident because I was looking through, like, someone who viewed my story and then cheated and then I accidentally clicked on Katie's name and then it came up and I was like, wait a minute, it says followed by Jenna. And then I was like, I think a screenshot. And I was like, yeah, and you said it to oh me. Oh, my gosh. And I said you to know her Jenna. and she's like, how do you know who Jenna is? <laughs> I know who so Jenna is like, because, I, A, I know that Jenna commented on your video, right? Like, that was it. And then I started following her because I was like, I was like... Who is she? And then, like, she she's, like, a pit reporter for, like, carding and stuff. And then she went to, like, mm. Austin with F1 Experiences. That's literally my dream job. And I'm, like, I want to be her. Yeah. She's so very humble. Like, I'll, honest, I'll tell her, like, oh, like, whatever. Like, your life is so cool. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> she's very... All the day of life. Yeah. I just, yeah. The she's dream. the only American we like. Actually, besides, like, Jack Crawford. Oh, like, and Jack. Oh. Yeah. They're friends. Oh, that's cute. But, yeah. No, also, I think it's, like, uh, a thing... uh, Oh, I yeah, have one go. more question. Yeah, go. <clears throat> Ferrari's hottest non- non-Leclerc. Go. Leclerc. Um, non-Leclerc. Okay, well, like, Ollie Berman is up there. And then, like, it's closely yeah. followed by Carlos Sainz, then Robert Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's Robert? pretty good. Robert's, Robert's up there. Yeah. We love Robert. I love Robert. I want him to get an F1 seat, too. I love Rob. He's so yeah. cute. Like, and he talks about, like, just the way anyway. he talks. He's just, like, a humble person. But anyways, thanks, Katie, for being on this episode. I'm so, I'm so happy that this episode I'm happened. so pumped. And we did I'm, I'm going to try to convince you to let me do a Clem. Yes. To let me do, do a Clem and you can become, become like a full-time the... host. Full, yeah. Full-time I think host. it won't take much convincing, but eventually you <laughs> yeah. will be like, you will be a Clem. You're going to you're gonna be on the podcast and we're going to like rock up in suits yeah. and stuff and then you're going to get angry in a French accent. Yeah, and we can have you've like... You've got, you, you got to put on your best French accent. <laughs> yeah, oh Katie's kombucha corner. I have a fantastic British accent. Yeah, well, well, yeah. We can we we can make it work because we we'll be the off-brand. We can be yelling dinner part two. Yeah, we, our podcast can be called Yelling Dinners. Yelling dinner. Like, forget this name from the fields of the track. It's gonna be called Yelling Dinner from now on. Dinners. But anyway, yeah. Anything you'd like to say? That, that, before... can, that can be the podcast name. Oh, Yelling that Dinner. Be, that, that, okay. That, so like, that can be like the the title. I'm changing the name to yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I um, like that so because I could not say. think of one. Yeah, do you have anything to say? Thank you very much.
for having me on it's your good. beautiful podcast, Tiana. I love you. Oh. It's been great having a chat today. Love to um, to oh my all, all my beautiful followers from January Expatch who told me that they're going to listen to this. I love you. Thank you for being here. If you've got this far, um, this won't be the last yeah. you see of me <laughs> Sorry. on the field to the track. So no. I'll be back. Absolutely not. I'm going to, like, I told her this. You're my friend now, and all of my friends know that once you become friends with Tiana, like, it's, it's you're stuck with me for life, unless, yeah. unless you say some stuff, but let's call me some <laughs> Cut that out! Anyways, if bye. I just-